Welcome to Veronica's Real Estate Tips. This time I'll be talking about something that is somewhat of a mystery to people, and that is how real estate agents actually get paid for the work they do. To be clear, I'm talking about residential real estate agents, not commercial real estate agents. Commercial agents are much like finance people. They work in an office, they have bosses, they have a salary and benefits. And commercial real estate is about offices, places that are not intended to be lived in versus residential real estate, uh, realtors, they don't have salary most of the time. They just 100% commission based. They don't have any benefits, but they also don't really have a boss. Each realtor is their own business because they're in charge of managing their marketing dollars, their marketing campaign, basically everything that a business owner has to do, every realtor has to do. Real estate agents don't get paid until after they make a sale, which can take many months, and realtors are the last to get paid. Especially for newer agents, real estate can be a very feast or famine business where you may make a lot of money one month, but then not make any money for months at a time. Money management and budgeting are primordial for survival as a real estate agent. The first couple of years in the industry are usually pretty tough unless people are already well-connected or they come from a real estate dynasty. In San Francisco, we have quite a few of those teams where you know, they're family members who have been in the business for three or four generations. Real estate agents typically make 2.5% of the sales price as their gross commission, whether they're representing a seller or a buyer. Sometimes, as I mentioned in previous episodes, as a strategy to attract more agents to show their buyers, um, a seller would list the buyer's agent commission at 3% so that the buyer's agents would be more motivated to show the seller's property. And also the percentage depends on whether the agent is part of a full service luxury brokerage or a discount broker like Redfin. I know in Redfin agents only stand to make 1% commission, but they also have a bit of salary to pad their commission. Redfin agents have anywhere from uh, $20,000 or more per year in salary. And on top of that, they get the 1% commission versus uh, full service broker agents like me, we only have commission, but we stand to make more commission from each sale so it evens out. Some people may argue that 3% or 2.5% of the sales price is too much for the service that real estate agents provide, but I beg to differ because first of all, that's our gross commission. Most agents have to give back at least 20 or 25% to their broker, newer agents even more so. When I started, I only kept 50% of my commission. So after all my months of hard work, I only got to keep 50% because I was a brand new agent and I had had to give more to my brokerage because I was using more of their resources, their training, you know, their time because I was less experienced and always asking my brokers questions. But that's also how I learned a lot is because I shadowed successful agents and I've actually been part of a couple of teams as well. So when agents join the team, they actually get to have a higher commission split because usually the team member is a much more experienced agent and they have a commission split of 91%. So those top producing agents, uh, the more they produce, the higher the commission they get to keep. So I know some people uh, that get to keep 91% of their commission, but I also know some people who only get to keep 65% because they're newer and they're not producing as much. And you know, to me, it seems a bit 
unfair because to me, the agents who are struggling the most probably are the ones who need the money more versus the top producers who are closing one or two sales every week. They probably need, you know, less money, but who knows, you know? So that's just the way the system is. The way, uh, the more you sell, the more of your commission you get to keep. And uh, sometimes if you sell less, this year than you did the previous year, your commission split will go down. So say last year you sold 30 houses and you got to keep 85% of your commission. This year you only sold 25 houses. Well, guess what? Your commission split goes down to 75%. And I also think that that's a bit unfair, but I guess it motivates agents to do more, which you know you need to be motivated in this job. My second point to defend the commission percentage is that uh, we agents really do put in a lot of work before we make money. We work for free for many hours, many days, months. You know, one of my recent sales, I've been working with the buyer for almost a year. We've seen properties all over the Bay Area. So I've spent a lot of time and gas and, you know, all kinds of resources to help them find the home. And it can be really tough, you know, and it could get demoralizing at times too when you've been working for so long and you haven't seen that paycheck. So I think we agents, we deserve that two and a half percent. Uh, because we really work our asses off and we also give a significant amount to our broker. We pay a lot in fees every year just to keep our license, just to keep doing this business. We need to pay at least $2,000 a year to various associations. We agents act as liaisons between buyers or sellers and all the other parties in the transaction, the loan officers, the escrow officers, the contractors, the inspectors, the architects. We have a list of vendors that we can refer to our buyers. We conduct various market research, go out there to see properties, get to know the other agent, try to get a leg up on the competition, consult our buyer on the offer strategy. We basically deal with the hard stuff that really stresses people out. We read all of those long documents to find out that there's nothing uh, wrong with the home. You know, we really have a goal of making home ownership more accessible to people. You know, I'm really blessed to live in the San Francisco Bay Area in California in general. It's a beautiful state. And I think that, you know, whoever wants to live here should be able to afford a home here. And I think that there's a lot of things that you know, people overlook, people don't know. So I'm hoping that through this podcast, I'm able to show how agents can really add value and to help people gain home ownership. The last thing I want to mention about real estate agents' income is that we pay taxes like everyone else. So the more we make, the more taxes we pay. And California has a lot of taxes. Ultimately, I love what I do as a real estate agent because I help people find the right home, the place that is super important because the home is the place where you spend time with friends and family, play with your pets, watch your favorite TV show, relax, chill, cook your favorite meal. You know, it's the magical place for most people. It's the place where people feel safe. And we want to make sure that we find, you know, as agents, we find the right home for everyone and the right investment opportunity for our investors clients because real estate is one of the most stable investing strategies that you can think of you know most important thing for you know investment property is location and of course I'll touch upon that in more detail in future episodes but yeah I love what I do you know I love helping 
people make the smartest decision because buying a home is for most people the biggest purchase in their lives. And I want to make sure that they're not stressed about it, that they don't have buyer's remorse, that they're completely satisfied and happy and will recommend me to their friends and family because that's our livelihood. Most agents, you know, most of our business is from referrals from family and friends, like 85 to 90 percent. And, you know, there are a lot of technology companies, a lot of marketing companies that ask agents like me to pay thousands of dollars every month with empty promises saying, oh, you know, pay two grand a month, you'll get clients, you'll get rich. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that they're allowed to exist because they're just blatantly lying and taking people's money. You know, the only way to get business is through referrals. That's what I've discovered. So, you know, don't if you're a realtor listening to this podcast, don't believe those companies that are trying to take your money and, you know, giving you empty promises. Just don't. You rely on your network. Your network is your net worth. Thank you for listening to this episode of Veronica's Real Estate Tips. I recognize that this episode I've gotten a bit passionate, but that's just because I'm very passionate about what I do and I hope that reflects it.